0: Live from 4th Street in downtown Louisville, WFBK presents our weekly live music showcase, Live Lunch. Thank you all so much for being here today. We have a full house for a band that so far we've only played one song. This is an amazing turnout. Uh, These guys are so good and we're so excited to have them. Also, want to thank our sponsor for today's broadcast, Better Business Bureau. Uh, Let's welcome to the stage, all the way from England, their new album's called All My Shades of Blue, The Ruin Brothers.
1: My loss. Oh, forget whatever cost. Fingers double-cross. Hey, my dog. The chase is down. The chase is down.
2: Thank you for all the support. It means it means a lot to us. It's a it's a long car ride from Scunthorpe. (laughs) across the water and all that. Uh, We got a song for you now called "Walk Like a Man." and turn- our debut record, which um, was a, uh, been a minute coming for us, so we're excited to get it out there. And uh, we're very lucky, you know, cause we're from this little steel town, we get, go out to Malibu and you make a record with Rick Rubin, it's kind of like, uh, very surreal, it's very weird, you know, you just go, oh, there he is. <laughs> and he said to us, uh, he's, he's very chill, very relaxed, he's just like, so, you know, he lets us do our thing, he just tries to get the best out of you. But he did, he did have a few suggestions, he was like, hey, do you, you guys ever heard this old Eddie Arnold number? called Make the World Go Away. And uh, I think we'd heard like an Elvis version of it. Elvis had a thing of it. We hadn't heard any of Arnold's version, So we said, um, he said, do you fancy having a go at that? And we weren't going to say no. We were like, yeah, wh- yeah, we'll, we'll have a go at it. <laughs> so um, it ended up going on the album, and
1: it goes a little like this. Make the world go away And get it off my shoulders. I say the things we used to say. I make the world go away. Now I'm sorry if I hurt you. I'll make it a Day by day Oh, darling, please forgive me I make- oh. Say the things we used to say And make the world go away Now do you remember how you loved me Before the world took me astray so okay. Thank you, guys. Okay, um,
2: this song's called Summer Sun. This was actually one of, one of uh, Rick and I's sort of favourites. And it started from this... Uh, we had this sort of crummy bedroom recording. Well, not that crummy. Rupert does a good
3: job yeah, well, it, the it bedroom okay. recording. Uh, to give you a little idea of where we used to live. I, in London, when we were making our demos, bef- when we had no money whatsoever, it was a small little sit we lived in, and the recording situation—it it was a little laptop at the end of my bed, and uh, <laughs> we churned this out, and uh, yeah, it turned out Rick really liked it. Yeah, we so didn't—we didn't even really
2: think much of this, because uh, I remember we, we usually like vet stuff out, like Dad, we like we'll send him things, Dad, what do you think of this? And he's like, Yeah, oh, it's all right, and so we're like, oh, it must not be that good. And that's what he usually says if it's all right, so. <laughs> We ended up going, so uh, this is called Summer Sun.
1: Are you going, are you going, my fading light? Oh, where you going, oh, where you going? It's cold at night, yeah, without your light, oh, the sound. on my face oh well, they'll sit inside they'll sit inside until you appear oh well, the flowers hide and she'll hide until
0: Thank you, guys.
1: Thank you.
0: It's the Run Brothers on WFBK's Live Lunch. sounding great, and we're going to talk with the band here in just a moment. WFBK's Live Lunch series is made possible by contributions from listeners like you. And thanks also to our sponsor for today's broadcast, Better Business Bureau. For over 100 years, BBB has helped people find businesses, brands, and charities they can trust. BBB business profiles and charity reports are available at BBB.org. Thanks also to the City Cafe with Citywide Delivery for any event for providing lunch for our members today. Uh, You can see who else is coming in the next few weeks at WFBK.org and also listen to past programs there. As well. We are really thrilled to have the Ruin Brothers. They're part of a showcase tonight at Mercury Ballroom. I know Metric's playing as well. It all gets underway around 7 o'clock this evening. Um, I believe uh, Ruin Brothers will be taking the stage around 8. Uh, we want to welcome Henry and Rupert Stanzall, uh, the Ruin Brothers. That's an amalgamation of your names, your first names, I understand?
2: Yeah. Is, yes, yes. Yeah. We, um, we were scratching our heads on what to do. <laughs> the Stanzall Brothers, well, no one can, for the life of them, spell that off the cuff. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's actually, yeah, it, it, from where we are in the north of England, we tend to drop our H's in all, all sorts of words. So uh, he, I call him Roo, and he calls me Henry. So it's Roo. And uh, and it was our yeah. sister that came up with that. So good one, sis. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> I want to hear a little bit about the town where you grew up. What was the name of it? Scunthorpe. It's as delightful
2: as it sounds. It's, uh, yeah. not, uh, you know, for, it's got good and bad qualities. It's, a, it's an old industrial town. And what it allowed us to do growing up, I mean, when you live in a big city, sometimes it hard to make noise, you know. It's expensive. To, it's expensive to do Some You book band rehearsal spaces. We just took over our, well, we had very understanding parents. We took over our parents' kitchen and we'd set up PA systems and practice all, all day there. And, and, and it was really funny. We used to, we'd gig from the, even from uh, sort of from the ages of 11 12 we'd be getting up in pubs and clubs like either like s- getting up and singing a few numbers with established bands from around our town uh, and then when eventually we got to about 13 14 14 15 we started doing like our own paid gigs so um and this was before the smoking band, so it was yeah. just clouds of smoke was little kids playing like animals numbers and like people were like oh, <laughs> we're a little young to be singing House of the Rising Sun, but we'll let it fly <laughs> this time. So we uh, that, was, that was our hometown. It's got some, it's, it's like a, the, the, it's in the county of Lincolnshire. Which is it
3: it did fun. get, unfortunately, voted the least romantic town in the whole of the <laughs> UK.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you guys can change that a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, we're romantic. No, we'll, so try. We'll, yeah. we'll try. We'll right. <laughs> try. Um, so obviously your parents are very supportive of what you were doing. And, yeah. um your your dad in particular was he a musician too? Uh
2: really oddly he uh <laughs> I guess not oddly. He always had a thing for music. Uh he says he's not a really a musician but we we sort of learned bits of guitar from him and stuff and when he was when he was younger he was living in London him and his a flatmate and he'd just be trying to you know make a living down there and he went to university a bit and then he uh when Johnny Rotten left the Sex Pistols there was still an album to finish with Virgin EMI and so um for the great rock and roll swindled, uh, Julian Temple was doing the movie, and they, they got in some singers. So there was uh, Temple Tudor, my dad, our dad, and, and two other guys. And um, he hates It's really embarrassing him. So if you're listening or you're watching, if you listen out for the line the great rock and roll swindle, they called us Farmouth mouthed yobbs.
0: That's... he's singing like throughout it but yeah. that's a
2: really like you can really hear that <laughs> so yeah so he was always really spot, but then he moved back up to he was going to do an album with Sid Vicious and Sid Vicious one, and then passed away and it didn't happen so he just he moved back up to Scunthorpe married my mum and uh, yeah he didn't really ex- do anything else in music until he started showing us his record collection and that's what got us sort of going and
0: and what was in the record collection?
2: Really random stuff. You probably think that we'd just like, we'd probably just listen to the Every Brothers and that sort of stuff. But we'd be listening to all sorts of things. We'd listen to a lot of punk stuff from the damned Stiff Little Fingers, uh, Sex Pistols, Undertones. Um, we'd listen to old blues stuff. John yeah, Huff, a lot of the once. Rolling Stones. A lot of and Rolling uh,
3: Stones,
2: yeah. yeah. We're big Rolling Stones fans. And Van Morrison, there's a, there's a Van Morrison album called Enlightenment. And that used to play all the time just in our house. That uh, around like dinner time we would always be that would always be on. So that like that album in particular really like and, and we got I got C Van Morrison on my eighteenth birthday. Oh. That was my gift my eighteenth birthday, C Van Morrison. So they were they were really great in giving us a good education with music. So it was Your Mom uh, too? Mum too. Mom yeah. can't sing or clap Because Mum can't sing and tune or clap in time, but <laughs> she was she was supportive making us sort of, you know Sandwiches when we're getting at like three AM from a working men's club. She'd be like, "I'll make you guys a sandwich." Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you started playing in pubs and you started getting paid around fifteen years old or so. Yeah, yeah. And then how did you go from there to here? What was the what was sort of the break for you guys and, yeah. and ending up, of yeah. course, you know, working with Rick Rubin, who's a world famous uh, producer. Yeah.
3: yeah. So we moved down to London. It's about a four hour drive from our hometown, and um, we thought that we had a better chance there of promoting our own music because up north we were just playing covers in the pubs and clubs. And, uh, yeah, we, after six months of struggling, we sent in our tracks to something called BBC introducing, um, which is a, a brilliant, um, thing they have in the UK where they, uh, promote new bands and, uh, get their songs played on the radio. And it led to a record deal with universal. Wow. And, um, uh, in, America, no in America as well. Yeah, so in America, we yeah.
2: So we'd gone down to London and we were like, right, we got out, we're, we're doing our thing. And we didn't have a lot of money because, you know, we always shared a bedroom growing, growing up and we shared a bedroom when we moved to London. Uh, and then it all changed. We got this we got this record deal, a publishing deal, and we were traveling around the world. And then eventually, uh, I think our, very early on, a man, an old manager of ours played Rick a song called Aces um that we opened with today and Rick was like, Oh, that's really cool. And when we heard that Rick had heard that and said that's really cool, we were like, Oh well, great, we can, you know, die happy. <laughs> you know. The well, man's you... heard it and it's all good. But and then uh then after that it was sort of a uh like eight months later, um our A&R, old A and R guy at Universal Republic played um Rick uh Summer Sun, uh our bedroom demo that I was we were talking about earlier. And Rick was like, this is really cool. Um, I'd like to meet the guys. I think I'd, I really like that single. And so um, a few months later, we were, this is uh, early 2014, we were traveling around America, we doing some songwriting in Nashville and San Diego. And then we were in LA for a few days. And we got a um, we got a call, like, oh, Rick, Rick would like you to come to his house. And we were like, holy heck, we can go to his house. <laughs> and uh, and they were like, we're, me and Rip have a habit of being late sometimes for things and they were like whatever you do don't you be late he's a very busy man so you make sure you get there on time we're like okay well, we can do that we're an hour early <laughs> <laughs> so we had to sit at the foot of Point Doom in this restaurant just nervous so like oh, I wonder what it's going to be like and then we get there, we go up, and he's lovely, really chilled out. We just sat and taught music for, like, a couple of hours, talked about oh, our, our favorite. We're like, oh, yeah. He's like, oh, I hear some Roy, Roy Orbison. We're like, yeah, I love Roy and He's a big influence on his He was like, oh, yeah, I did a song with him back in Oh, let's have a listen to that. And at the end of it, we're just like, oh, wow. And he's like, yeah, I think they could do with a bit of a, another mix on that again. And we're like, okay. <laughs> and uh, and he doesn't give a lot away. He was toward the end of our, like, hanging out, we were like, hey, so, um, I was like, do you, so you want to do something together? Because we didn't know whether we wanted to record one song, an album, or just say hi. And yeah. so we were like, um, so do you want to do something? He was like, yeah. And that was it. And we went off. And then like we heard nothing for like 10 days. And we were just <laughs> like, oh, well, maybe you're just being nice. And then we get a call one Friday night when we're in our bedsit in London, living the high life. And I um, <laughs> guys like, hey, so um, uh, i got some good news, uh, some bad news. Um... Uh, you guys uh, uh, Rick wants to make your album I was like fantastic he was like what's the matter? he was like well you got to go out there you got to get on the plane tomorrow and uh, you're going to start on Monday I was like we haven't got a band we've not like or any clean clothes or any clean clothes yeah I had to go do laundry that night that was really yeah. terrible um, no clean clothes no band the song's not properly rehearsed and I was like this could be terrible he probably thinks that we're like really slick and ready to go and we were not uh, <laughs> and then so we, we get out there and then we have a day sort of just nervously in a hotel in Calabasas. And then the Sunday before we get going, we're going through songs in the garden at Shangri-La with Rick. And Rick's like, hey, um, we would try this. Maybe you could extend that bit there. Or you maybe go up more at that bit. or Maybe let's take the song up a step. And then we're playing through ACES. And we sat in the garden and Chad Smith comes and sits down in front of us and we finish the song and I'm just like, oh, no. And he's like, oh, meet your drummer for the record. And mm. so he looked after us. There was a great band there ready to play with. And so it was it was a really cool sort of thing. And it felt very natural, surreal, but natural process.
0: And Chad Smith's from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's right, we yes. We should add, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you ended up working with a couple of other great musicians yeah. on the album too. Yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah, we, um, we really wanted to... Um, Ian McLagan of the Faces, Small Faces, um, I, we know that he'd worked on some of Rick's other projects before, or one project I think he'd worked on, and I, I remember dropping Rick an email one night while we were in the studio, and we're like, hey, man, um, you know, Ian McLagan, we think it'd be really cool if it'd be possible at all to maybe get him to come and put some, like, keys down on some of the songs. And he just emailed back, like, hmm, not sure about that, really. And we're like, ah... <laughs> Like yeah no definitely he definitely we'll squeeze him in somewhere de- definitely and he was like okay man I'll drop him a line so he dropped him a line and very kindly Ian took some time out of his schedule because he just finished a record um, of his own and he was going out promoting that but he took some time out he flew from Austin to LA and we we had a bit of uh, yeah it was it was that again was another surreal moment and and yeah. it was funny we we actually we were recording together at the Village Studios yeah. and not Shangri La at that point we kept. Really, really weirdly, us Kanye West and you two were all sharing, fighting for time at Shangri La because there's only one, only one studio room. You can't, you know, all be in. It's not like a big complex like a lot of these other studios. So, um, I think you two kicked us out, or Kanye, one of them kicked us out. Yeah. That's an honor, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got a funny story about a guitar as well. The, oh, they, let's hear it. We, yeah, we had a. There's, Rick has a collection of Gibson's and Martin's old acoustic guitars and he's got this brilliant J45, which I did all my tracking on, I, uh, this old 1960s, and it's in a really pretty color. Yeah. It's a very unique looking J45. Yeah. And as they kicked us out, as you two kicked us out, I was like, right. We'll, we'll, we just took a load of stuff to the other studio. <laughs> and uh, we got a call like the next day like from the studio. Because it it, we took half the staff as well. We're like, well, we'll take half the staff, we'll take half the stuff. That was sort of how they did it. And they got a call like, Oh yeah, the uh, the edge um really wanted to use that J forty five that you took.
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's an honor too. So we we
2: sent we sent it on back. So you too, if you're listening, you owe us one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Um so the title track to the album, All My Shades of Blue, is just a great song. That's one we've been playing and just Thank loving. You. It's just Gorgeous. Um, tell us a little bit about that song. Who wrote it and the recording process of it? Yeah.
3: Sure. So um, mostly, I i mean, all by the cover, which we've just played, we, we write mostly just together. But on this one occasion, um, we visited Nashville to do some songwriting and we wrote All My Shades of Blue with Angelo. Petraglia, I think that's how you say his last name. Uh, It's got to the point where. uh, Yeah, we can't ask. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, yeah, we sat down one night in Nashville. It was snowy. I think it was uh, January, and uh, January of 2000 fourteen, 14 yeah, I, think, I yes, believe yeah, and um yeah, we wrote it one night, and uh, it, it came together pretty quick, and um, it was pretty natural. You had the all my shades of Blue
2: line, yeah, and Angelo had a kind of cool like um he had a kind of cool chord progression, and <coughs> we sort of just all glued it all together and it it just felt really natural right, and it was uh, yeah, the setting couldn 't have been more perfect right it because i don 't know if it snows a lot in Nashville no it doesn 't we thought it was going to be cooking. And we were there shivering our <laughs> backsides off. <up>. It was.
0: <laughs> so then you, I understand that um, when you tried to record it, you were going to do it in a lower key.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was much lower. Yeah, yeah. much <laughs> lower. <laughs> so uh, to give you an idea, um, the original uh, way we wrote "Shades of Blue" was I think uh, Miss Beetson. So you'd be hitting the. Oh, oh I dream of you, but Rick. <laughs> Said, "Hey, why don't you knock that up like a tone?" So we tried up a tone, and then they tried it, and he was like, mm, "Maybe just another half a step." And I'm like, "I have to sing this," <laughs> like, and I, but I couldn't be like, "No, I, I don't think we should do that." I was just like, "Yeah, I'll do it. I'll I'll do it." And so, and I don't, we don't gig it like this. So Rick, if you're listening, we we <laughs> we like the way it is on the club, but I can't do it every day doing that. But it'd be up on. The,
1: oh, Oh, I dream of you through all my shades of blue. So it's really... Considerably oh, uh, higher, Considerably yeah. higher. Right. But I can't do that every night. Well, I, <laughs> I could,
2: but it's, you know...
0: Well, it works. Save the vocal cords a little bit. <laughs> well, it's such a delight to have you all here again. We have the Run Brothers, All My Shades of Blue. is their debut album, and again, they're playing tonight at the Mercury Ballroom. Let's welcome them once again to WFBK's live lunch, the Run Brothers. You guys.
3: Thank you.
1: Changing of the seasons Yeah, I'm torn by a later I can see your light, light I don't mind By the by I found people hard to find Changed my mind The precious rhyme Get better, I'll leave a bitter thoughts behind. I don't mind the high on high. I found people hard to find. Change my mind, the precious time.
2: On top of each other all the time Rupert and I because we're brothers you know we fight from time to time and we actually wrote that song um funnily enough we never fall out about music but this one we did Rupert didn't like the title no uh, being the older brother I just uh, got my way
3: oh thank you sir <laughs> cheers
2: oh that's very good cu- thank you you know what I walked up here and I was like I didn't bring any water up here so you have rescued us so thank you <laughs> mm. fantastic I got a little story for you, um, and I tell it in real time. Rupert hates it because he hears it all the time. Colin, probably Colin's our other brother from Detroit. Um, <laughs> we got separated a while ago. Uh, <laughs> separated a while ago. Um, <laughs> uh, trust me, the story has a point. Um, we <laughs> we went to. Um, we were not seasoned travelers like we were most seasoned travelers now. Like we drove 12 hours yesterday, and it was, it was some driving, i tell you. Um, but we'd not really been in an airplane much before. we have been in an airplane maybe twice in my life. Our dad was scared of flying, so we did not fly places really very often until we started making this music, and people were like, oh, well, we can get you to America and so on and so forth. So we, And it was actually on the trip to go to – it was one of the trips, actually, I think this was the end of – 2014 or was it 13? Um, Either way, irrelevant. Yeah, One I, of those years yeah, it was. Yeah. And yeah. so we were like, right, okay, we're going to Nashville. We're going to Nashville and we were super excited to go to Nashville. Yeah, and it, was our, it was our first time. Our first and, time uh, in Nashville. So they were like, right, we'll fly you there. We were living in London at the time. So, um, but again, we were baby bands, so you know, it wasn't a private jet. <laughs> and um, there were some stops involved. There were some stops. And um, it was in November, which is, uh, for English people, you know, we don't prepare for tornadoes. We don't go, oh, there's tornadoes around, so we better maybe plan our journey and avoid those tornadoes. <laughs> no, we did not. Um, so instead of stopping in New York and transferring and going to Nashville, we were to stop in Chicago, transfer and go to Nashville. And um, it just so happened that uh, it was tornado season, and uh, there was a tornado that grounded us in Detroit, and because it was a non-international airport, they wouldn't let us off, so they just turned the electrics off. to like, I'll oh, see you guys. And they, they left us there for three hours. And it was horrible. We were just stuck on this tin can on the runway for three and hours. And Henry talked to everybody,
3: which made it slightly more painful. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But eventually we get to Chicago. We get to Chicago. The plane is gone.
2: And uh, we're like, right, well, what are we going to do? And And you know what really always gets me? I'm like... Then na- that the luggage was already in that na- the luggage got to Nashville and we didn't. I thought the luggage was all below us, but no. How did they do that? So I was like, you know, we just had our backpack and we were not seasoned travelers. As I said, we had a bottle of water and like the in-flight magazine in our bag as like a souvenir. So we, <laughs> but that wasn't gonna keep us warm in Chicago on this blustery occasion. And so we said, right, okay, um, what are we going to do? We go up to the front desk and say, okay, we need to get to Nashville. How how we get there? We know the plane's gone. They're like, well, you can get on the plane tomorrow at 7.30 p.m. We're like, I can't do that. It's too long. And they're like, well, you can wait and try to get on every plane up until the end of the night. We said, we'll do that. So we stood and we waited. And I'm not kidding you. This is not for the story's sake. At The very uh, <laughs> the very last flight going out to Nashville, it was a Henry Stanislaw 16. And I was like, oh, my God, Rupert, we've done it. We're going to get out of here. It's all great, we're all back on track. But they didn't call Little Roo's name. Yeah. No. Nah. And so we got up to the gate and we we're like, Hey, is that Henry Sansel? I was like, and it's my brother and they're like, Oh yeah, just, just one more seat. And I had to make a decision. I was like, Do I he go? Almost be... left me. Yeah, uh, I was like Do I go be yeah. a star in Nashville and leave Rupert busking in Chicago somewhere? Years later he's looking at the TV like, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: No, I couldn't leave Little Roo. Um, so we were like, Okay there's, a, there's only
3: a year in between us, but uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: So so we go, right, okay, well, um, we've got to stay in a hotel. There's a really nice Hilton Hotel right near the airport. We're like, we'll stay there. And they're like, oh, I've got some sour news. Pretty much all the good hotels are all booked up. But British Airways had a thought. They were like, well, we've got you some vouchers. We've got you 20% off at hotels. I like, only 20%? Okay. Where is it? They were like, it's 20% off at Motel 6. <laughs> and... Um, we, we didn't know what Motel 6 was at this point. We were like, oh, what's, I wonder what this Motel 6 is And like, we thought
3: that it? 20% off would be like 20 bucks off or like, like 40 bucks off. Buddy. $3 off the bill. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was not going to help that much. And so, uh, we knew it. the first bad sign was the couple behind us went, oh, Motel 6. I'd, I'd rather drive to Nashville than stay in Motel 6. The first bad sign, I was like, hmm, doesn't sound good. Does not sound um, promising. I called them, and also another bad time. You know when airports are crammed, and if the hotel has a load of vacancies, that's not really a good sign. I called them up, and I'm like, hey, guys, look, I know the, I know the, the airport's rammed, and but me and my brother, we need a double room. Can you possibly uh, squeeze us in? And he was like, uh, yeah, man, we've got loads of room. <laughs> I was like, really? You sure you don't need me to reserve something right now because, you know, we don't want to get there, and it'd be gone. And he's like, uh, no, no, man, just come
0: down. No <laughs>
2: Well, like, okay, second bad sign. And we we went on like a twenty minute cab ride to the very edge of Chicago. It was getting rough. We were like, oh, this doesn't look too much of a savory area that we're in Rupert. <laughs> Two little English boys, Henry and Rupert. On a... <laughs> and we get there. And you know there's like old seventies like thriller movies where the the cops chase the bad guys to the motel and the bad guy held out in the motel. It would look just like that. It really and I and I'm not kidding you again, there's two cop cars with the lights out sat right in front of the motel. So that was the third bad sign. That was not positive either. So we get up into the hotel room, Rupert immediately claps on the bed, but I'm like a hygiene freak. I'm like I can't travel in the same socks and underwear I had on today, tomorrow. That'd be crazy. <laughs> Has anyone stayed in the motel six? Yeah. Oh you you know you know the pain. <laughs> the the amenities are not um, the amenities are few and far between. You get a bar of soap between the six of you. And you get a towel about this big. I don't know what you dry drive with it, but you can get a towel. Ta- and so I, at 2 a.m., was going to work on my socks and underwear in a Motel 6 thing, and it was truly depressing. I think we also... We asked for... Uh, Rupert reminded me the other day of the story. He's like, we... <laughs> we were used to traveling around with the label and we hadn't stayed in tons of hotels either and the few hotels we had stayed at they were like would you like a room call and we were like yeah why not that'd be good a room call and so, and so. And so we said to the guy at the counter motor like, could we get a room call at like 5am and he was like yeah man and he didn't and we were like oh what a place <laughs> awful <laughs> service it a <laughs> anyway it inspired us to write this next song and this next song is called Motor City and I know that's Detroit but heck we didn't know the Laird line very well so just bear with us <laughs>
1: Oh, look out on Terminal 3. You know it feels like the flying got the best of Now I'm gonna be grounded at gate 16 on a flight to home. Wish I was a couple minutes from home. I got bedded in Motel 6. And I'm gonna be trying to get my evening fixed. Like a honeybee a lap blinks above my sink. I was a couple minutes from. Hard up on a black cracked tarmac floor Now I know there'll be panic in your mind And my eyes are sore I don't wanna be stuck here no more her And I'm tired like I can't see straight Gonna throw a stone in just from a prairie state Just a big debate I'm drifting out of time
2: Two more songs from you. I know we're running a little short on time, so I'm going to roll into this next one. It's called Evening Dreaming. It's about all the evenings we dreamt about getting out of the steel town of
1: Scunthorpe. Smoke rolls higher, darker's coal. Burn me down to dreams. Yeah, i work, baby, work. Yeah, i work, baby, work. Till we start to bleed. There's a bright red sky coming up at dawn Oh, what a time to see Yeah, work, baby, work It can't get much worse Down this dead end. Baby work
2: Finally, we're going to play the, um, uh, the single, the title track from the album is called All My Shades of Blue. Thank you so much for coming down. It means a lot to us.
3: Yeah, thank you very much.
2: It makes driving all night long well worth it.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Miss Beats and Tambourines I hear them as the record goes round Oh, sweet melodies But the chords are ringing just a little too loud I know it's not black and white Oh, baby, I know I feel my colors fading The coldness of the night inside, you see, and kills the fire inside of me. Oh, I dream of you through all my shades of blue. Oh, I still love you through all my shades of blue. Twilight of masquerades going on just a little too long. It's nothing that I want to face because I'm nothing with you gone. Don't know how to make it right. Oh, I don't it gets inside you see and kills the fire inside of me Thank you so much for coming out. We Thank really you. appreciate
2: it. Thank you, WFPK, for having us. Thank you.
0: The Run Brothers, All My Shades of Blue, their debut album, playing tonight at the Mercury Ballroom. I'm Lars Shine. Thanks, everybody. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to WFPK's Live Lunch, made possible by our contributing listeners. Eric Matthews is our recording engineer. Kojin Tashiro runs the house sound. Video is provided by J. Tyler Franklin. Our theme was composed by Dr. Dunder. WFPK's Live Lunch is produced by Stacey Owen.